Hello everyone, welcome to my Hatshot Photography podcast and today I would like to talk about why I'm using speed lights for my Hatshot photography. And this is one of the most common questions I've been receiving from you guys regarding my lighting setup. And even though I've done a couple videos on my YouTube channel and I explain this whole thing in the detail, I've decided to do also a podcast about it and we're gonna dive even deeper about this topic. And I know there is a lot of different types of lighting out there. And first of all, I wanna start off saying that at the end of the day, doesn't matter what kind of lighting you're using, as long as you're getting results, that's all what it's matter. And in this podcast, I'm not going to try to convince you that you should switch to speed lights and you should use them. The main reason of this podcast is to tell you why I personally decided to use speed lights and why I'm using them for so many years. So again, also, I don't want to discourage any other type of lighting. So I just want to make sure that I'm just kind of clear that off because sometimes people take things differently and I'm not promoting anybody here or I'm not promoting any brand or I'm not trying to convince, as I said, to switching because this is what I do. This is not what I'm trying to do here. It's more to give you a little bit of broader perspective on specific topics and hopefully you can analyze what works best for you. And again, I know there's other types of lighting, there's strobes, there's constant lighting, there's even natural light. And again, as long as you get the results you're looking for, that's all what it's matter and you should stick to works best for you. So I just wanna give you here my side of the story and we're gonna explore this in a little bit of detail and hopefully, you can see why I've decided to work with speed lights for so many years. Okay, so let's jump into this topic and we're gonna break this whole thing into smaller parts. As I said, I'm gonna dive a little bit deeper into each of those components and we're gonna kind of discuss this in, I would say, much deeper level. So let me start with saying that one of the reasons I really like speed lights, and I know it shouldn't be the obvious reason, but that's it's something which is extremely important for so many photographers, is the fact that speed lights are very inexpensive and very affordable comparing other type of lighting. I have to say that speed lights, except natural light, speed lights are the cheapest possible way of you know getting into this industry and getting into this business. So I really, really like that because you can really get into it right away. You don't have to save tons of money and you don't have to wait a long time to collect the funding to, to buy the lighting. You can fairly easy and for very, very inexpensive price get your speed lights. And that was one of the reasons I, I decided to work with speed lights. And Everyone who follows my work a little bit, you guys probably know I started shooting weddings and that was my main gig. This is what I was doing for a decade. And at some point I had to switch into something different and I decided to kind of focus a little bit more on headshots. And to be honest, I really didn't have a 
any experience with studio lighting, with with shooting, with with off camera flash and stuff like that. Wedding was mostly in my case natural light. I use typically speed light during the receptions, but I didn't have any experience. And honestly, the process switching from weddings to headshots was kind of like really difficult because I had no idea what should I do, what should I buy. And speed lights was something that was affordable and I can just slowly switching towards headshots and I didn't have to spend tons of tons of money on the lighting. So again, if you are starting off and you don't know if this is something what you're going to do and you want to still try it, I have to say that speed lights are way to go because you don't have to invest tons of tons of money. And even today, those speed lights, not only they, they got better and they have so many others, amazing features, which I didn't have when I started, they still affordable comparing other type of lighting. And before I jump into the next thing, I also want to say a few other things. First of all, speed lights, if you're, if you're going to try to, let's say, focus on headshots, speed lights definitely give you enough light and they, they will be good enough to create amazing headshots. You don't really need to purchase, as I said, some very, very expensive lighting because for headshots, you really don't need anything much more powerful than speed light. So this is going to be not only a good starting point, but they're going to be good enough for you to create amazing images and that's again something which in my opinion is extremely important because you're not going to feel that you're limited and i think a lot of photographers this is one of the biggest fears they have these days that if they purchase specific type of equipment they're not going to be able to produce you know images they're looking for and i have to say that those companies they can really easily manipulate our minds and they can really easily push us to purchase more expensive stuff making us believe that if you buy this more expensive lighting system you're going to get better results this is not true this is total lie and don't fall for it because as I, you can use my example i've been shooting with speed lights for over a decade and I still believe that I have still lots of to learn and I'm still kind of seeing that there's even more potential with them because they can give me everything what I need. So that's the reason, number one, as I mentioned, they're affordable, they are inexpensive and you can get into this whole thing fairly quick using basically basic speed lights. You don't even have to have any, some high-end ones, any basic type of speed light will work for your headshots. The second thing why I really like speed lights is their portability. And before I jump into kind of longer discussion about it, everything comes down to what kind of business or what kind of, you know, how you want to work. And, and what I mean by that, headshots industry changed over the last decade and i remember back in the days clients used to come to my locations where i could have everything set up 
and everything kind of could be in one spot and I could just keep bringing people and just do headshots. Unfortunately, within the few years, I found that, you know, this whole industry shifted and clients want me to come to their location. And having any type of heavy lighting, it's definitely going to be some kind of, I would say, challenge because if you're going to have to do several photo shoots, you know, all over the place and I'm living in Canada where, you know, the distances from point A to point B, usually they're, it's quite far everywhere. So dragging all this equipment all over the place would be very, very inconvenient for me and it would take a lot of time, a lot of energy. And that's why I had to come up with some kind of solution which is going to kind of make this whole process much much easier and for a little bit i was using strobes i purchased some used alien chrome lights and i have to tell you that that was just the biggest problem because they were heavy they were big they took a lot of lot of time to set up also back in the days um, those strobes were not really um, charged with batteries most of the time you have to have extension cords and you had to have plugins you have to set this whole thing up and there was safety issues sometimes especially when i was shooting corporate um, gigs where i have to set it up everything and there's people coming in coming out and um, i remember one locations they told me i have to duct tape all the cables so nobody's gonna trip not only that but also if someone would trip your lights and some of those lights could just fall down and, and break during the photo shoot would be even bigger disaster. So for me, this whole thing using strobe was extremely challenging, time consuming, and I had to come up with something which is gonna be much, much easier, much kind of uh, quick where I can set it up everything and be ready for photo shoot. And as soon as I would be done, then I can pack all those stuff fairly quickly and just basically go to my next photo shoot and speed lights were just perfect for that because you don't really need any cables you don't need some kind of crazy batteries you don't need any extension cords you can set it up everything within minutes and you are ready to go and you can just finish your photo shoot you can pack it up and you know it's 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 easy and it's definitely speeds up this whole entire process and you can pretty much just squeeze in much more work and many more shoots during the day and that was something what i was really looking for so speed lights they will they are portable and and then they can definitely can speed up this entire process to setting this whole thing up and then making this whole thing ready uh to go and that's something which definitely was one of the biggest reasons why I've decided to go with um, speed lights. Another thing what I want to mention here and this is something that kind of came in with the experience and I had no I had no idea about that till I started really working and shooting a lot of headshot session that you can set up speed lights to very low power output. And we're going to get a little bit technical here. We're going to talk a little bit about what, what kind of capability 
speed lights are gonna give you because most of the time strobes are extremely powerful even if you get the lowest power on your strobe it's still producing a lot of and very very hard light and speed lights you know they're not as powerful and what happens is you can set up your speed lights to very low power output and it's much much easier to mix your ambient light with your flash and why i'm talking even about it so the reason is i was shooting a lot of headshot sessions at my client's location and some of them you know they they were looking for some kind of different look and at that time when i started i tried to introduce my clients and i would try to do something different and i was doing a lot of those um, how we call them cinematic headshots and typically i was using the environment which could give me some kind of dimension and some kind of interesting background and most of the time what i was doing i was using some kind of ambient light or some artificial lights into the location so i can bleed that in into my image and create interesting backgrounds for my headshots and working with strobes that was literally impossible because as i mentioned they're powerful and they just kill all the ambient light with speed lights is a completely different story it's much easier to do that and i was just so happy that sometimes i was going to some really i would say not good looking locations and i could pretty much use any type of ambient lighting into the locations to create some interesting backgrounds and that was really changing my headshot photography style i could introduce my clients to some kind of different type of headshots and that was just incredible and speed lights allows me to do that because it's just much much easier like they're not as powerful you can really control the lighting much much i have to say easier and you still can create some very very interesting images and this is something which definitely pushed my work to completely um, different level. So that was something which was extremely important. And then when I discovered this, that was just like completely changed my career because I could do something completely different than um, any other headshot photographer. And that's also, I think, put me on the map that I was very, very creative and I could just do something which pretty much at that time was not seen and the fact I could go to my clients and use their environment was also beneficial because you couldn't really see the background but you could create some interesting patterns and with my 200 millimeter zoom lens the background was compressed and you could really really manipulate this ambient lighting and create something extraordinary which was amazing and that's also was one of the biggest reason why i decided to go with speed lights and work with them and that's why also why i work with them till today and we're going to discuss some other stuff in a second okay so let me jump into the next little thing and i want to talk a little bit about some myths about speed lights because there's a lot of i would say misconceptions and there's a lot of informations which are not true and i want to just dive into this a little bit because that's something which also was 
my kind of mindset before I dove in into this speed lights kind of type of uh, lighting and I was really worried about it but I want to kind of discuss this so you're going to be kind of clear from you know those informations which are simply not true so first of all what I want to say is there is kind of myth that speed lights they recharge slowly so what that means is when you take a shot you have to wait till the speed lights kind of recharge so you can take the next shot and there's always kind of myth saying that oh you have to wait for a long time and and slows down the process and and, and you have to wait till your speed light recharge again and let's kind of unpack this a little bit and let's let's discuss this first of all nobody wants having a photo shoot where you're shooting let's say five to seven or ten frames per second and you just kind of keep firing at your client like there's no tomorrow this is this is completely crazy nobody's gonna like that you're gonna make your client uncomfortable and let's be honest like nobody does that so actually what you want to do you want to slow down the process so you take a shot you reposition your client you change their head position you try to work on their face expressions you're trying to like you know work but at the same time you're not just kind of shooting like crazy and i remember when i started getting into headshots i had this kind of habit from weddings that you're just taking images like crazy and you don't really think you just kind of keep shooting and then you just pick the best shots and headshots you have to just work a little bit differently you have to slow down the process you have to work with your clients you, you have to take a breaks between one shot to the next one you want to make sure that the client feels comfortable and, and you're just working on those shots and, and you're trying to do you know something different with every image it's not about just kind of keep going like you know it's it's just crazy and then your client is kind of bl blinded by your flash because you're just trying to get the shot so retarding time i think it's not a big of a deal and as i said i had to just completely change my mentality about shooting and as i mentioned like if you set up your speed lights to let's say fraction of the power you still can shoot fairly quickly it's not big of a deal but at the same time you don't want to do it because as i said this is not going to be good for you and for your client and, and and for the images because if you take let's say five six images per second and you just keep shooting you're just going to end it up with the same images and it, it's going to be just time consuming to go for them and pick the right one so you're just creating yourself kind of mess right because you're just producing a lot of work but you just don't create the right work you need to kind of as i said slow down this whole thing and make sure that you know you're just taking the right shots it's not about kind of sprint it's 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 marathon where you just you know working towards the getting the right um images and the next thing what i want to also say about that this whole thing you know it's 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 just something that it's again just takes time to work with that kind of um mentality okay so let's move on to the next uh little myth which it's kind of circling around is battery capability so one of those things what i always hear is the fact that well if you have you know 
AA batteries, uh, what happens is they're going to pretty much just, you're going to drain them within, you know, 20 minutes and you have to just keep changing the batteries. And then it's, it's just kind of pain in the butt to just even working with speed lights. So first of all, what I want to say is in order to kind of over, uh, just kind of make this whole thing work, you have to work with rechargeable batteries when it comes to your speed light so whenever you finish your photo shoot you're coming back home or back coming back to your office you recharge your batteries and you, you're ready for the next photo shoot the second thing what i want to point it out here is that uh, when it comes to the batteries you also want to make sure that as i said you're working with good quality batteries buying some cheap low-end batteries of course is going to just cause you some um issues and you don't want to work you need to kind of invest in a little bit better batteries and i use panasonic in loops they're pretty good um, and whenever you buy them you can just kind of keep recharging them for like i work on one set for about two years so if you think about it it's it's really kind of um not well, first of all, it's it's a good investment because they're not as expensive. You're looking about 20 bucks for four batteries. And for, for two years, you have to just kind of keep recharging them and they're going to work really well. Another thing what I want to point out is that I've done a little bit of test on those batteries. And just to kind of give you an idea, on one, four AA batteries, I was able to shoot about 2,000 images and my... Speed lights was set up to 132 of the second. Uh, sorry, 232 of the power. So it's a fraction of the power, but that's usually my starting point. If you look at my social media and you see all those um, behind the scenes images, my typical lighting is always 132 of the power as a starting point, And most of the time, that's what works best for headshots. And 2000 images, per one set of batteries. Let's be honest, on average, I shoot between three to about 500 images per session. So you can shoot easily, easily about four full sessions on one set of batteries. So they definitely gonna give you this, you know, ability to, to work with them and you don't have to worry that your batteries, they're gonna pretty much die on you and you're not going to be able to finish your photo shoot or you're going to have to keep changing uh, your batteries throughout a photo shoot i never had that issue never had that problem and that was something which i've been hearing on so many occasions from so many photographers and it's not true it's it's tested i've done it and and nobody's going to tell me that those batteries they're going to die on me because this is not true and yeah it's 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 pretty straightforward and this is never an issue uh, in my case and you have to just get the right batteries and you're going to be ready to go and you're going to be set and you don't have to worry that something's going to kind of you don't have to worry that the the, the speed light is going to die on you because there's no juice in your batteries um so the next thing i want to talk a little bit about the speed lights i've been using for many many years so i've been using nikon sb910 and i've been using also nikon um nikon sb 800 and i've been using them for over eight years and to be honest with you they never fail on me they never 
show me any error. They never kind of died on me during the photo shoot. I had one incident when one of my soft boxes pretty much fall down and I break the cover from um, the speed light, but the guts were still working and I just sent to Nikon, they fixed it and I paid like 30, 40 bucks to, to get this kind of fixed up, but they still work till today. And as I mentioned on so many occasions, I've been planning to upgrade my speed light to something newer, something which is kind of something which is filled up with a little bit more features and stuff, but I've decided I'm gonna work with them till they die on me. Even though they're really simple, they not, as I said, you know, filled up with some kind of cool features would, would make my life easier, but they work really, really well. And I have a hard time to kind of uh, give up on them. So we'll see. I'm going to wait. I would definitely um, would like to have a little bit more, I would say, control, like a Wi-Fi connection with with, with uh, those speed lights. I have to use Pocket Wizard to trigger them. So I have to do everything manually. So it's a little bit more work for me to control them and just to adjust them and change them. Everything, as I said, it's, 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 it's changed and adjust manually. But at the same time, I think the more those speed lights are kind of filled with some electronics and some extra features, there's a bigger chances that those lights, they're gonna pretty much, you know, die on you and they're gonna just have this lifespan much, much um, quicker. I'm not saying this is true. I've been kind of following some different companies and I'm trying to kind of get feedback from different um, photographers. But uh, let's be honest, those Nikon or Canon or all those speed lights, uh, they, 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 they were made really, really well and, and they pretty much, um, you know, they, they built for life. So, and, and, and another thing what I want to point it out, um, someone told me that those speed lights usually the lifespan is like about three hundred thousand kind of fires uh, but as i said i've been using my speed lights for the eight for the last eight years and i've been i've done like thousands of headshot sessions i don't even know how many images i took with them and they still work so i'm gonna stick to them and i'm gonna try to make sure that um you know, they, they, I will upgrade them when they're going to just completely die on me. So we'll see how that goes. There's another little thing which I've been hearing, and this is another little myth about um, speed lights is the quality of light and that there's some shifts with white balance. And to be honest with you, I never seen issue with that. And if you go to my YouTube channel, I've done, I think, one little video on that. And you can see that the lighting, especially for my, and I don't want to kind of speak up for any other different type of speed lights, but the ones which I've been using, as I mentioned, for so many years, the quality of light and white balance is on spot. And usually, as I said, I'm using um, manual white balance, so I have a little bit of more control. I know some photographers, they use... Um, auto white balance and that might be a little bit tricky because if you have some kind of ambient light your camera might go nuts but in my case um, if you set up your white balance pretty much um, manually and typically I'm using my speed lights are set up to 5000 Kelvin I can go through my entire 
entire photo shoot and the quality of light, the white balance is on spot. I have no problems and I don't see any tone shifts. And um, I can show you um, on my, well, you can see on the YouTube channel, one of those videos, which exactly shows how consistent the light is and how precise this whole thing kind of goes. And even though, you know, sometimes you might get a little bit of shift, then you basically, if you, if you work with white balance manually, you can adjust all those images at once and you don't really have to kind of worried and even if you're off let's be honest you can fix some of those stuff in post-production so this is not big of a deal but my point is that one of the myths where people are saying that you know the white balance the quality of light it's it's not as good and um i i disagree with this and i can prove that and i can pretty much just show you my sessions where it's 300 images and everything is on spot so this is something to kind of consider and I'm not just kind of pulling this out of my sleeve. I'm just saying based on my experience and over the last 10 years, as I said, I didn't have any issues. So one of the last things I want to talk about it, there's some photographers, they're saying, well, those, if you work with speed lights, you really don't have modeling light. And that's something that some photographers, they really like to have because the, 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 irises in their eyes getting smaller the eyes looks a little bit better and to be honest yes that's true but you can still work around it um, i don't work in dark studio i don't work in some you know basement or some you know pitch dark locations most of the time my headshots are done in uh, my own place or offices where there's a lot of lot of light and I never had issues with that. So again, it's a little bit of challenge, but you can definitely overcome this and, and make sure that, you know, the, the locations or the environment you're working in allows you to shoot and you pretty much don't need, um, you know, you really don't need, you really don't need uh, modeling light. And again, with today's technology, you guys probably know there are speed lights which already have built-in uh, modeling light. So, you know, it's not big of an issue. You can get some little bit better speed lights which have that feature in them and you can definitely, you know, use that as you want. But in my case, I never had uh, pretty much issues when it comes to working with without um, modeling like so i want to just kind of point this out because i don't want someone to say hey you know i really like working with modeling light and speed lights cannot really provide that and then it might be challenging so again depends what you do depends how you work uh, depends what makes your images the way you want you have to choose what works best for you okay so let's summarize this whole thing i hope that it was um, interesting and give you a little bit of i would say different perspective on uh, speed lights again i want to say this one more time doesn't matter what type of lighting you are using as long as you get the results you're looking for that's all what it's matter and those are the reasons why i like to work with speed lights and I've been using them for many, many years. I'm not planning to change anytime soon to any different type of lighting because as I mentioned, speed lights definitely give me everything what I need. And the fact that 
they never failed on me. Um, I have some backup stuff just in case. Never had to use that. Also kind of keeps me working with them. And um, that's what it's matter for me that, you know, you go to the photo shoot and you feel confident about your lighting you're using because there's nothing worse than, you know, going to the photo shoot and fighting with, with lighting and, 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 and worrying that something might go might go wrong or you know my your your light might kind of fail so this is something that also you have to consider especially if you're turning this whole headshot thing into business and and and, and you want to make money uh, you have to be reliable and then you, you you have to have equipment which you can trust and you don't have to worry about that you go to the photo shoot and um you know there there's things which might go wrong and things go wrong and you know there's a million things which might go wrong but in my case, shooting with speed lights for the last eight years, the, the lighting was one of the last worries I had in order to, you know, kind of get things done. Um, I had camera failures, lens failures, but speed lights, they never fell on me. So that's why I also, I'm, 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 I believe in them. I love them and um, I, I still want to work with them. So if you have any additional questions or concerns or anything you would like to add to this, please feel to contact me. I'll be more than happy to discuss anything with you guys regarding uh, this topic. Um, and um, we can definitely explore this conversation. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. Again, I hope that was interesting. And this whole podcast gave you a little bit um, different perspective on speed lights. And I hope some of those myths, they're going to go away because I've been hearing them all the time. And, and there's so many photographers who are kind of shocked that I'm using speed lights, which is kind of, um, kind of crazy for me that uh, they think, well, if you are producing this type of images, you have to have some better type of lighting, which I don't. It's this entire process, which makes this whole thing work. But speed lights, as I mentioned, give me everything, what I need. I would say even more than I need. And that's why I really believe in them. And I also recommend them. If you're starting off or you, you know, you, you really like headshots, then you can definitely try them out and see, you know, how they're going to work for you. Okay, I could go on and on about it, but I'm going to stop here. And um, again, thank you for listening. Stay tuned and I'll chat with you guys uh, in the next few days. Bye-bye.